How's everybody doing? I hope that you're starting off the new year really well. Um, I think that I am definitely doing that so far. Uh, I've set some great, ambitious goals. You know, this year I actually wrote in my, I got a new journal because I haven't had one and actually like another, like maybe a whole year uh, prior to that. So I went ahead and got a new journal. Um, I'm going to start journaling more and uh, I think I want to get into some of that later in this episode is just some of the things that I plan on doing personally to make my life better because I think that some of the things I'll be doing maybe you guys can do and it may help you out, uh, out a little bit. Um, but I wanted to sort of launch this podcast this year and explain for those who are listening, who are those came along the journey, um, who really didn't go through season one or season two of this podcast, which if you haven't done that already, you definitely want to go back and, and really listen to season one and season two, which is where I, in season one, I detail exactly what is the matrix. Uh, and I categorized it in four different categories. Um, and that was a health and wellness matrix or a health matrix in particular, medical matrix. Um, and then a financial matrix, which is also really significant. A spiritual matrix, which is sort of this, um, you know, of course, the, uh, the, the chamber that exists in our spiritual growth. And then lastly, the political matrix. Um, so there's all four of these and they intertwine with one another, of course. But ultimately, those four categories are how there is a system of control um, that details exactly what you know, people are doing one thing or another um, and, and how they live their lives and why, why they think about the world the way they do. Um, and there's so many different elements to that. So, you know, I think that uh, if you didn't do, do that already, then definitely go through season one and season two. Um, that's going to be really helpful for all of us, I think, because <laughs> if you do that, then you'll be really launching into the idea of what I'm going to be producing this year. Um, which this year is going to be dedicated to uh, a number of different things. So really, um, we've got, so like the idea with the matrix is that, yes, of course, there is this sort of system of control. There are systems in general and plural uh, that kind of dedicate themselves. They're all different. Some of them are compartmentalized, um, you know, they, whether it is some sort of religion or spiritual faith, um, and then you've got all that kind of corruption within that system, or you have like a political system. You have all these corruptions there and other forms of tyranny and control through different political systems around the world and, of course, in the United States. Um, but I can go on and on. Well, there's not only these things, but there are methods that you and I can actually take to, you know, improve our own lives knowing that that exists, knowing that there is a system of oppression or control or manipulation that exists in these different elements. Um, and so that is ultimately the goal. And so when it comes to this podcast in particular, I not only want to do the podcast, but I also am going to be, I'm developing courses. So for the past two months where I was just kind of MIA, Really, what I was doing is developing, uh, first, firstly, the breaking the financial matrix course. So I wanted to start with the financial matrix because I think it's super applicable. I think it's super practical. I think it's something that people can um, pick up on and actually learn from and dedicate themselves to. So that's kind of the idea there. But ultimately, we'll be getting into the health matrix. We'll be getting into the spiritual matrix. And we'll be getting into the uh, political matrix. And so 
what I'm doing is I'm actually developing courses on Teachable um, and maybe a couple other websites I'll probably be uploading it to, whichever people prefer. Uh, and these courses will be, they'll be like a, um, they'll be something that obviously you pay for. Um, it's a digital product and then you'll be able to really get what I truly believe in a, in a fashion that is uh, very organized uh, and then not only about my belief system but things that will help you break out of the matrix and so each one has its own methods and right now the one I'm working on is the financial matrix that one is so in-depth um, I'm covering quite a bit in there it's not just about the money system and the history of money and um, just different elements of how money affects you, how your finances are affected by such uh, different behaviors or past history, uh, but also we get into different things about managing money and then financial education, uh, and then also entrepreneurialism, you know, being a business owner, being a creator in the world, in a capitalist system that we live in, and then later on talking more about investing how investments really work, how to make a profit, um, how uh, really going to go into uh, crypto, for example. So a lot of cryptocurrencies, not just Bitcoin, but other cryptocurrencies and explaining really in that course is going to really give you like a one-on-one on crypto. But I would also say for people who know about crypto, it will be a, a deep dive on different ways of how to trade, how to actually make money in the markets, uh, not just sort of you know, praying and, 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 and hoping that certain projects make it and you're buying and holding. And so I'm a big fan of that in some ways, but not always. So I'm going to get into all of that in my financial matrix course. And then, of course, later on in the year, uh, I'm going to develop the political matrix course. So you're going to break out of the political matrix. So all of these different courses are going to be a sort of a, 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 a beginner's guide, but also an advanced intermediate guide later throughout the course will be for you to get out of that matrix, to break free, for to know the truth about these things, but more than anything, how to do personally things that you, how to take upon uh, your own personal life, you know, making actual changes in your own personal life. So that ultimately is what I'm going to be dedicating my year to, is to developing these courses, helping you guys do that um, and break free from the matrix. In terms of the podcast itself, of course, I will be continuing the podcast and continuing this every other week or every week and um, you know with that bit in mind I think that you know there's gonna be a lot of episodes I'm gonna cover there's a lot of developing things around the world there's a lot of um, political movements happening uh, but more importantly there's financial movements happening there's technological movements happening uh, there's so many fields of study that I love I personally love I love history uh, but I love all these different elements so I think that um, you know we all have to realize that we live in a world where uh, while all these things are happening, you know we have to cover these different things um, uh, piece by piece by piece. So that's what this podcast is dedicated to. And so sometimes the podcast can seem spontaneous and um, you know a, a very what's the word I'm looking for? It's a variety. So that's why I developed the courses. The courses are kind of like a very in alignment, you know checkpoint by checkpoint, chapter by chapter uh, sort of information download for each person to break out of the matrix while at the same time, the podcast, of course, if you don't even buy the courses, the podcast will cover these various things, but it will cover these things in different sort of you know, timelines. They're, they're, they're going to be more spotty. And that's so that I could also, for those of you listening now, so that that way you guys stay informed, but also you stay educated. 
uh, on different various topics. And um, also, I don't pers- I personally don't want to get bored with doing my own podcast. So I love so many different topics and so many subjects that I and I seek out experts. So I'm also calling out anybody who wants to come on the podcast. You know, if you feel like you're an expert in some field somewhere, you know that. That's that I'm inviting other experts on people to talk about certain things. I don't know everything about everything. I do tend to learn a lot. I understand things. I'm not, uh, you know, uh, or I am someone who is uh, the capability of understanding complex topics if delivered in a simplistic way. And Einstein says that if you truly understand a particular topic or a particular endeavor, you're able to simplify it for the average person and that's true expertise. And so with that, that's what I'm trying to do with the podcast itself. And so, you know, we'll be doing that, but again, like I mentioned, more uh spontaneous, uh more of a variety and it will be coming at you in different episodes. So that's kind of the it's a revolving situation and so the courses are dedicated to more of like a, you know, step-by-step process. Um so let's see. I I mean Different uh, parts that I'm that I'm really going to dedicate to is going to be like philosophy. Um, there's a lot of philosophy that I particularly enjoy, uh, and so you guys get a lot of different philosophy from me. Um, various sort of comments and uh, ways of life. I think that that's what philosophy is. It's just a way of life. It's a way of living life in different elements, different things. And so I'm very into philosophy. So we're going to cover a lot of philosophy on the podcast. We're going to cover also a lot of history you know, historical places, historical things. And then uh, not to mention how, uh, where we live, how we live today is um, part of history. So history isn't just necessarily studying things that have already happened. It's also studying the now. It's studying things that are happening all over the place now uh, so that you realize you're living a part of history because your respect for history, watching history and understanding history as it unfolded and watching as sort of different divine elements played key roles in um, either like warfare or politics or um, religion um, and spiritual growth. And, and there's so many different things. I think that when you see history unfold, you have a level of respect for that. You can also see how you are a part of history. You are creating history. And one thing that I would love for everyone listening to the podcast to know is that you deserve your story. Your story matters. Your existence in life matters. It makes an ultimate difference. And so especially for those who want to take these courses that I'm eventually going to start promoting and, and, and selling to all of you, well, those courses are going to be for people who are ready to take on that next level of leadership, that next level of I'm going to change history, I'm going to make history, you know, and you have to realize that that is where we are in a day like today is where um, we all collectively have an opportunity to make a difference, um, but collectively, you know, really only happens individually. You know, you have to individually make these decisions for yourself. So, a lot about history, um, and then a lot about wellness. You know, there's so many well-being topics, whether it's about breath, you know, or whether it's about yoga and meditation and prayer, and just so many different things about wellness. I think overall, mental health, um, sports, you know, uh, things like that. All of these things have. A purpose for our lives. And so, of course, I'll be covering a lot of wellness topics in this podcast. And I'll be inviting a lot of experts on as well to talk about their perspective on wellness. And then, of course, politics 
you know, a lot of people think that they are not interested in that in politics, but in reality, politics is interested in you. So if you're not picking up on that, you're not understanding that this is the way things are, you know, and, and that political thinking is important for your life. You know, you have to understand how uh, a political matrix exists and how it affects your everyday life and or how it will affect your later on life, you know, because a lot of politics moves so slowly, you're not able to t sort of see a real present thing happening because those things take a while to even be implemented. I mean, a congressional law still takes, you know, years to really implement, even if they create some kind of agency or some kind of other, what they're doing now, which is a, creating a digital currency. You know, these are all things that are already in development. And of course, in the podcast, I explained to people that like COVID and all this stuff like is a great example because there were already patents for a COVID-19 vaccine in Moderna, for example, uh, back in 2019. You know, how is it that they knew something was going to be called COVID-19? How would they know that there would be a pandemic? So there's a lot of things that you have to realize that there are planning phases that go into the rollout of particular activities around the world, you know, and it's very much like a business plan. You know, you're like with me, I've been building these courses and maybe you don't know a lot about it, but when they're all released, you know, then you'll be like, oh, wow, these are great or whatever. These are products. Well, the same thing is true for, I think, the way the world works. You know, you have central banking figures. You have think tanks. You have all these organizations dedicated to formulating policy. You have them dedicated to formulating uh, products and services that will be of use in the future. And so, um, you know, COVID-19, a perfect example of a worldwide thing. Well, that was a program that was run on the on the public, and it's still being run right now with vaccines and all this stuff. So all of this was pre-planned. It was pre-planned. You can't just, you know, um, you, you know, you don't just get it all done. I mean, like even Trump is taking credit for like warp speed and, and the vaccine being produced so quickly. You know, all of that is just pure bullshit. Like the vaccine was already made. This, there was just uh, the timing for the fear and the propaganda about COVID and how there was no cure and all of this stuff and all the lies that came out of it was to really instill a new level of fear, which of course you and me, we all are not that afraid of it, but we all know people who are deathly afraid of COVID. They are deathly afraid, afraid of the alpha, the delta, the Omicron, the, the, the whatever's coming next. So they're always going to be living in fear. And so that is ultimately a part of the planning. You know, you're not going to just release a virus virus and then a product at the same time. No, you have to create the pandemic, create the fear, and then later come out with a vaccine, a cure, it's a, a solution. It's problem, reaction, solution. They already run these programs constantly. And so the next thing that's going to be kicking off, especially, I'll just let y'all know, is the digital currency space. Uh, you know, of course, we see Bitcoin, we see all these cryptos, but the, the Federal Reserve, as well as other world banks, uh, well, the World Bank, and then also other international banks uh, and um you know, the central bank of Mexico and Japan and China and all these places, they're already making digital currencies. And so I'm going to let you all know right now, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to give you a little nugget. The way they're going to roll these out is going to be, they're going to, remember how in uh, the pandemic, they were able to, uh, for some banks, for some banks, they were able to deposit your money directly from the government right into your bank account. Do you remember that? Well, that is a, a pre-planned idea. It is an idea that is is like this 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 is money, oh this thousand dollars or twelve hundred bucks you got or, or six hundred dollars or whatever it was, you know, when it was deposited to your bank directly, right? 
What does that mean? Well, essentially what that means is the IRS has direct access to your bank account. Now, you were able to receive this money, so you think it's all happy and go lucky. But in reality, what they did was they were able to work with larger financial institutions. For example, I bank with Wells Fargo. I'm not proud of it necessarily, uh, but I you know, bank with Wells Fargo. And so Wells Fargo is a large enough financial institution to where the government was able to just deposit money straight into my account, right? And I was wondering, like I didn't really get the one check and then I got another, uh, I guess that went to like everybody. It's like all the income thing was all different. And so I remember thinking to myself that same thing. I said, well, if they were able to deposit stuff, that also means they're able to withdraw. That also means they're able to do other things. So I think that, um, you know, they're, what they're going to do is they will more than likely, they will crash the dollar that we know of today. That I think that that the dollar, the U S dollar itself is going to essentially crash and they're going to create a digital currency. And I do believe that nations will have their own digital currency. So I don't think it's going to be like a one world currency. Um, there will be a world reserve currency eventually. Um, I do not know if the US, the new US digital currency will be the world reserve currency anymore. I think that the world is going to change so much that we might actually, you know, be on a different world reserve currency. Or again, the International Monetary Fund or the World Bank is going to say that, hey, this is the new world currency. We're going to, you know, create the world reserve currency from the uh, from the bank in Switzerland. And so, okay, well, it's not Switzerland that controls that bank. Obviously, it's a bunch of, you know, elites that have invested into it. So what they're going to do, though, is they're going to convince the public by saying, hey, look, we have the U.S. dollar is just we kiss, you know, it's just not going to work out anymore. They're going to create the panic, the rush. And all these people are going to realize the U.S. dollar is not going to matter anymore. And what they're going to say instead is like, look, we're transitioning to a digital dollar, the Fed coin that they're making right now. And they're going to say, look, you, you need to um, open this bank account or, uh, or the, you're going to have to open a bank account with Wells Fargo or some larger financial institution. And they're going to say, look, when you do this, we're going to reward you. So first, it's going to start like a vaccine. Like right now, when they rolled out the vaccines, if you remember, it was all voluntary. Remember? It was all voluntary. Then Biden got in office. Different people were switched in. And what happened was the federal government came out and said, we're making this mandatory. You know, mandatory to work for the federal government. That's how it all started. Remember? Mandatory if you wanted to be in the military. Mandatory if you were a federal worker. Mandatory if you were a contractor that worked with the government. See, it's all these step-by-step process. And then eventually it became your McDonald's says you, you can't work here anymore unless you get the vaccine. So that, that's kind of how they're going to roll it all out. Well, similarly with the digital currency, the currency idea, they're going to roll it out in this manner. So they're going to say, hey, it's all voluntary. You know, you, if, if you go open this account, we'll give you the Fed coin. We'll give you a thousand Fed coins. We'll give you a thousand Fed coins or, or 500 coins. And, and that, that, that's going to encourage all the, you know, the welfare recipients and stuff. Uh, the welfare recipients, by the way, if you're on welfare, you're going to start getting not the U.S. dollar anymore. You're going to start getting this new digital currency, and it won't be a U.S. dollar anymore. It'll be a Federal Reserve dollar. Right now, yes, we also have Federal Reserve notes, but you know, with the systems and stuff, the, the, back in 1913, there was still enough sort of bias that no, the U.S. has its own treasury, and then there's the Federal Reserve Bank, and the bank loans the U.S. Treasury money, and then the U.S. Treasury, you know, loans these uh, bonds out to Japan and and the United Emirates and all these other places that buy the U.S. Treasury bonds, which is just like a 
promise, right? And that's the U.S. Treasury is going to pay it all back. So they've got, you know, other countries are financing the U.S. And then you've got the uh, Federal Bank, the Federal Reserve Bank that actually finances us. Well, what's going to happen is there's going to be this merger between the Treasury and the Federal Reserve. So there's not going to be a difference anymore. So the 1913 law around the Federal Reserve Bank isn't good enough for the elites. It's not good enough because there's still this idea that Congress has to you know, raise the debt ceiling and Congress still has to, you know, have control over the treasury. Uh, and then even the presidency has some level of control over the way that the treasury is used and things like that, like tariffs and stuff. And so, you know, what's going to happen is this digital dollar Fed coin is going to start because of that. And then they're going to start doing welfare and Fed coin. They're going to, like I said, they're going to, they're going to voluntarily say, Hey, you know, if you go open this new bank account at Wells Fargo, since that's a large financial institution or Chase Bank, you know, they're going to say, you're going to get 500 credits, you know, 500 of these coins or whatever they're going to do, whatever they're going to call it, right? They're going to call it something. I'm sure that the name will be dropped very soon. I mean, they do have the Fed coin, but I don't know if that's what they're going to run with or what they're going to do. So I'm giving you a little nugget of like political things and financial stuff because, you know, this is an example of what the, the kind of thing we're going to cover in the podcast, you know? So if you're listening for the first time or whatever, and you, you enjoy that type of thing, you enjoy learning this, maybe you didn't know any of this, um, but I'm telling you this now. And so uh, that that's what this podcast does. This podcast covers these kinds of topics and then we go into it. So I do a lot of research, a lot of studying, and I'm willing to have people on that know more than I do because there's somebody listening to this right now that's like, oh my gosh, you know, I know so much more about this digital currency thing. And so that's fine. I'd love to have somebody like that on. But equally, I have people listening that are like, I had no clue that we're moving into this world of a digital currency. And how, how is that going to change the way we receive financing, the way that the, the Federal Reserve has more control over our, our, our money system in our country? So who knows, right? There's a lot of different changes that are coming. So one of those things is going to be that Federal Reserve currency. And, and I love talking about politics and stuff, which gets me into the next topic of like, you know, in this podcast, we'll be covering science and technology. I just covered a little bit of technology with you, right? When it comes to the digital central bank, digital currencies, right? Central bank, digital currencies. Um, well, science and technology also is fascinating when it comes to rocketry, right? We've got, you know, Elon Musk with SpaceX and trying to go to Mars eventually, but ultimately creating a, uh, a simple system for going to the moon and taking, really taking cargo rockets up there and, and rockets going back, uh, rockets actually being able to fly and then come back and return. And that is probably, I mean, along what Elon Musk said is apparently that's the most important element of spaceflight right now is to find a rocket that they're able to send and then get back, right? So I cover all kinds of stuff like that about science and tech. Um, and uh, I, th I think that, you know, these things are great. While at the same time, sometimes science and technology can be restrictive. Uh, it could be designed for the purpose of controlling more mass control, okay? And I will give you an example of like the VR metaverse, the metaverse, the Facebook idea, but also more importantly, what is happening with the digital world. There's going to be a True, if you want to see a movie, and I might do a review over that, um, which is the, um, oh my gosh, I cannot remember the name. It's the movie where there's a gamer that literally has a VR system, and then he goes into that gaming world, and then he's got that little, you know, they have an Easter egg they have to find, and then, you know, he's he's sort of, but, but, but everybody in the world is like really poor, and it's like overpopulated or whatever. It's just like sort of science fiction. But uh, that they, but everybody in the world plays this, this, this digital, this game, 
and um, you know everybody's kind of nerds at that point. And so, um, which I look, I mean, I don't mind video games. I think video games are, are fun and stuff, but they are addictive and they are things that are. I've never been. I don't think they've really been that good for society. I'll be honest. I think that they are just a hobby that is very social. But you're gonna get into crypto technology, and they have, you know, we have the sandbox coming out. Which if you don't know what that is, I'll tell you about that later. You have all these different cryptocurrencies that are being used in these digital spaces, and gaming is very, very important. Gaming is. I'm not saying that like you know video games are this or that. I just think gaming in general is 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 actually really great. It's fun. I mean, think of card games, right? Think of like all kinds of different games. There's all kinds of different amazing things. There's also athletics, you know, things that, that move your body, challenge your body to, to be more, to become more. Um, so I, I'm a big fan of athletic games, of course. Uh, but yes, so the gaming world is changing uh, with crypto technology and things like that. So I, I cover a lot of that stuff because ultimately it's called Matrix Breakers, right? So the Matrix is very digital. The Matrix is very, you know... Um, technological. So I'm very interested in these to topics as well. So finances is another topic that we cover in this podcast a lot. Um, it's the money world, the, the world on money, uh, you know, and how different money is affecting different parts of the world. And then of course, like we mentioned earlier, the central banking currencies, uh, but also just how to make more money for yourself, for your family, how to manage money better, how to improve your financial situation. You know, that is kind of my idea for for you to escape the financial matrix, right? So if we see that there's a digital dollar that they're trying to push on everybody, when there's something like Bitcoin, I would recommend people move into something like Bitcoin instead of just, you know, following along, obviously, with this idea of FedCoin or, or the U.S. dollar itself, the U.S. dollar, which is losing its value through inflation. It is theft. Like, you know, there's this famous saying, inflation is theft, and it totally is. Like, you have $100, let's say you have $1,000 in your savings account right now. By next year, it's losing 5% on its on, on, on the money, right? So that's like $50 off. Like, you're taking, you have $950, you know, by next year. If you didn't touch the money, you actually only have the of $950 of buying power. So we get into finances on this core, on this um podcast and also of course I'm launching the first pod or the first course that I'm launching the digital course is going to be the financial breaking the financial matrix course right and that's going to be on teachable so definitely into finances we'll be talking a lot more about that um, crypto as well uh, just following crypto how to make money in crypto but also like different projects in crypto that are that are interesting uh, the gaming world of crypto is very interesting I mean there's a lot of different things that are going on there mm. Um, spiritual growth. So I'm also very into spiritual growth and your spiritual world. You know, some people are very attuned to the spiritual world. I would say that some people have more, um, I don't know if it's a frequency thing or something, but they're just more in alignment with actually experiencing paranormal shit. Uh, so, you know, I'm not saying that that's bad or good. I'm just just saying that that's that's just something that people experience more or less, right? But spiritual growth is also being able to, you know, go on a hike and journal and explore yourself and explore your creativity and how you show up in the world. You know, your spiritual power. I mean, these are so many different things that tend to show up in a big way in your life. And so we're going to get into a lot of those things in this topic. Uh, that kind of leads into personal development. You know, personal development 
is the idea of, you know, developing yourself, you know, you as a person. And that can mean a lot, you know, that can go into reading and different things. Just listening to this podcast will make you smarter. It literally will make you smarter. And I'm not just saying that, that, that those are studies that come out about talk radio. When you learn, when you listen to talk radio, when you listen to people speaking and hopefully they're somewhat intelligent and they're somewhat, somewhat intellectual and they know what they're talking about. I would hope that I'm in that category. And so just by listening to this podcast, you're going to be personally developing because of the things that we're going to go into. Um, and you know, also personal development is a lot of your own solo time. You know, what books are you reading? What courses are you taking? Um, and what, uh, seminars are you going to? What workshops are you going to? Like, are you actively seeking relationships that are going to help you grow as a person? I mean, these are all different things about personal development that are important. Uh, of course I, you know, leads me into books. So I'm going to be covering books on this course or on, on this uh, podcast as well. So books are very, very significant. You know, I've got plenty of them right here. I've got books kind of everywhere. Um, the more you read, the more interesting of a person that you are, you know, the more interesting you become. You know, if you're, and I say this to the men out there especially, but women, women as well. Look, if you want to get the girl, you need to read books. You know, you think you need to look good. You think you need to shave. You think you need to cut your hair a certain way. And you think you need to like, you know, grow your big muscles or whatever, work out, which is, I'm a big fan of literally all those things. I love getting my hair cut. I love working out. Like I'm not saying not to do that, but what I am saying is that if you want to get the girl, you need to read more books. You need to become more of an interesting person, become more of an intellectual. Uh, in the world of today, the, I would say a huge part of the matrix is to dumb everybody down. TikTok is the perfect example of dumbing people down, my opinion. Because these the, the the quick you know ten second fifteen second clips are um, very much in alignment with the degrading attention span of our society. You know, people's attention span is about seven seconds on average. You listening to this podcast, I mean, you've already been distracted multiple different times while listening to this. So it's interesting that like we can't just sit and listen to something or we can't just sit and read something. Reading, I, I know people always make that same excuse. I love listening. I love just audiobooks. That's great too. I love you listening to me. I'm, you're listening to a podcast right now, you know? Um, but I ultimately believe that you need to sit and read. Reading words off of a page is a totally different brain chemistry and it helps you learn much deeper knowledge. You would have to hear the same book probably about seven times in order to come to the same understanding as you would if you just read it once. You know, reading, it just downloads into our brain a lot better. That's what I'll say about books itself. And so same for women, by the way. If you want to get better men in your life, you need to read more. Because if you read more, you will pick up on social cues and conversations that I think men are not used to. So men, I would say, are a little bit better of a conversationalist than women generally. Um, I think that that's... You know, I mean, there's obviously great women that know a hell of a lot more than boys do. Like men are men and boys are boys. I think that that women, if you if you are reading, then it makes you a more attractive woman, you know, and that's equally as great. So uh, books are important, but I, in this podcast, will cover different books. I will give you an analysis over certain books. I will give you ideas from certain books so that you can realize that maybe that book is something you want to read. Um, but also, it's I'm doing it so that maybe you don't have to read it. 
you know, that way you can get some, some information from it, the concepts from it still. Um, and then also the other thing I'll be doing is uh, covering movie reviews. So something about me that some people don't really realize or know is that uh, I'm, very am I'm very passionate about film. I love film. I love movies. I love watching film. I've always loved watching movies since I was little. I, I find it fascinating when some people are like, oh, I've never – I don't really watch movies or I never really watched that movie or those movies or whatever. I mean I've watched almost every like great you know, trilogy or great movie. I mean like Star Wars. You think of like Lord of the Rings. You think of all these different films. But also um, I think of films like you know, um, funny films, comedies, uh, science fiction. There's so many different varieties. Well, in film – there are things about that, about those different movies that sort of create our matrix, you know, um, of the Avengers and all the Marvel comics. Like there's a lot of propaganda and there's a lot of um, stimuli inside of the Marvel, you know, movies. And I would say because the Marvel movies uh, right now in this day and age, I think I could be wrong about this. But I believe that the Marvel films are the most watched films in the world. They are the most watched. Uh, meaning, I think uh, it crosses a lot of audiences and, and everyone wants to go see The Amazing Spider-Man No Way Home. You know, like a lot of people would love to see that. Whereas I think less people would uh, be attracted to going and watching The Matrix, for example. If they had to choose, they would probably choose Spider-Man because it's like this sort of childhood sort of long-standing relationship you have with a character and then with a uh, group of characters like the Avengers or a uh, or, or like a comic or a series like the, the Marvel comics. So what tends to happen is um, I would say film directors, Hollywood, all these things, uh, they utilize the desire for the public to watch specific films and they put in their propaganda inside of these films. So that um, they that people are programmed to think a certain way about certain things, and I think that that the more they do that, there there's you have to pick up on this stuff because if you watch these things, there are I think there are cultural things and um, systemic things that are programmed into your subconscious mind, and if you don't pay attention to those things, you don't review maybe what some of those things were, uh, you you will. Uh, assuming you will actually take upon a belief system that the matrix wants you to believe. They want you to believe certain things about race, certain things about politics, certain things about the world, certain things about money, certain things about superheroes. And like the, even the idea of Marvel, just, just on a brief one is we, we really like, even for children, especially they idolize heroes. They idolize, um, Spider-Man, you know, they idolize all these different things, all these different people as a source of power. And I mean, even the Bible talks about adultery, you know, adultery just isn't like, you know, um, you know, being married and then, and then having an affair, right? Adultery is worshiping another God. And you say, well, I'm going to worship Spider-Man. It's like, bro, you got Spider-Man like all over your room, like, you know, or you've got posters and you play the Spider-Man game on PlayStation 4. Like you clearly love Spider-Man. Like you idolize this Spider-Man character. And so, um, that's film for you though. Right. So I will be actually covering more film and, uh, I don't even know if I'm going to do the, the, I probably more than likely will do my, 
Matrix review, I think, in another podcast because that'll be a separate thing. I think I, I spent a good enough time, I think, reviewing some of the year in 2022. But yeah, so, you know, at the end of the day, uh, film is important and uh, we want to get over – We I want to review films with you. I, I'd love to also talk about different elements of the film, uh, plots, help you understand the plot better. Uh, help you understand how the plot may be influencing our subconscious mind, things like that. Also, little, little, I would say tokens. Those are the word. I think that's the word I'm looking for inside of the movies that are propaganda, so that you can take a look at those again and realize that that's a real thing. Uh, they do put tokens in movies uh, all the time. It, it's a, it's very, very, very relevant. And so, yeah. So I'll be covering a lot of film. Uh, different films and, and doing film reviews. So uh, the next podcast I'm going to do is going to be about The Matrix, the new one, the movie. Uh, there's a lot I want to cover with all of you. So if you're interested and you're listening now, definitely check out the next episode that I'm going to put up um, probably today or tomorrow. And uh, yeah, so other than that, I really appreciate you guys tuning in. I'm excited, very excited for 2022. Look, I think that 2022 is going to be a really important year. It's very critical with Everything going on, the chaos, the way the world is unfolding, 2022 is kind of that year that's going to start solidifying a lot of different things. Like, are you, like, people are going to, whoever is wearing the mask today, like, genuinely wearing it, like, that that might be the way of their life for the rest of their life. Like, that's what I'm saying at this point. Like, the propaganda is so heavy, and, and the beliefs are, are really getting ingrained right now that I think people are really losing it. And so 2022, we're going to see a lot of people solidifying their beliefs about the world, solidifying their opinions. I do believe also equally that there's going to be an awakening, you know, more of an awakening. Um, I do feel that that the awakening is so obvious that for those who are still asleep, they probably have chosen that path in this life, this karmic life, this life cycle they're in, you know. Um, And so... I think that you can make 2022 amazing. I think that you can, you know, even if you don't really like the resolution thing and all that, what you should do is develop your life. And uh, I've done that with my journaling so far is I'm developing, I'm writing things down that I want to develop more in myself. I'm, I'm writing things down that are not just goals, but are, are just genuine um, elements of my life that I want to improve or that I want to start. You know, there are things that I want to start that I haven't done in the past. So uh, you have to reinvent yourself sometimes. And even if it takes a new year to dive deep with yourself and realize that, I would definitely do that. Because even if you try to avoid it because you think that, oh, I always do this and then I don't ever follow through, it doesn't really matter. Uh, what matters is that you know you don't really need to set a bunch of goals. You can, I think that I really think you should, uh, but you really should just write down who the fuck you are <laughs> and and different elements of who the fuck you are. Because then you'll start to realize like who am I and who do I want to be and how do I want to show up in the world. That's what's important about a new year resolution. That's what's important about a life thing. It's a life fucking thing. You could have done this last week. You could have done this two years ago. But how much of life have you really figured out and how much of who you are are you becoming? And that is those are the important questions you need to ask yourself. So I would I would definitely cover these these different topics. I would have – personal goals and ambitions. I would have health and wellness goals and ambitions. I would have career-oriented or business-oriented goals and ambitions. I would have um, also recreational goals and ambitions because we need hobbies. We need fun in our life. And yes, it sounds weird to set goals about fun, but 
if you do love a TV show, like you can set little goals about how you want to finish that show. I, I don't mind that. You know, I don't think that that should be your life at blood. Uh, but also recreationally means sports. It means fun activities. It, it means like gaming. It means um, just so many different things recreationally. So you can find different elements. So I would set these new goals, these ambitious ideas of who the fuck are you when it comes to your personal goals, your personal development, and then who the fuck are you when it comes to your health and wellness? Like what kind of habits do you have that are developing your well-being? You know, um, and then who are you? When it comes to finances, career, who who are you developing? Like when people see you, hear you, hear of you, um, they think what? What do they know you do? Who are you? What are you doing there in your career? How do you show up in the world? That's a big one. What kind of businesses are you running? What kind of things are you selling? Why aren't you selling stuff? You know, everyone should be selling stuff. So at least that's my philosophy. <laughs> um, I think that, and then, you know, of course, spiritual development as well. You know, like who are you on a spiritual level? And so, of course, funny enough, I cover all this in the podcast. That's why these categories are really important. These categories are relevant throughout the year. They are relevant everywhere, anytime, all the time. So you have to develop yourself a lot more. Um, and yeah, so that's really that. I really appreciate you guys chiming in here. Um, definitely stay tuned for uh, the next podcast. I hope you all are interested in The Matrix. If you have not seen the movie and the, and the next podcast, uh, I'm warning you, I will be doing some spoilers. I will explain a lot of the movie. I'll explain kind of like what the movie was really all about. So definitely stay tuned for that. Other than that, you guys have a great rest of your day. Peace.